ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. Australia has a lucrative greyhound racing industry that's enjoyed by some and loathed by others. Now it's been revealed there's a largely unknown but sophisticated trade in the dogs with China, a country where their welfare can't be assured. Today, investigative journalist Paul Farrell on the big money changing hands and the loopholes in Australian laws allowing it to happen. Over time, there's been a fair bit of controversy surrounding the greyhound industry here. The minister today described greyhound racing as an industry brought to its knees. Greyhound Racing Victoria initially banned all dogs who'd ever been trained or owned by anyone alleged to have been involved in live baiting. In a major political backdown, Premier Mike Baird is expected to reverse his government's decision to ban greyhound racing in New South Wales. But, you know, things have meant to have improved. The industry has had to tighten up its rules and regulations, hasn't it? Yeah, that's right. And so, so the greyhound industry, you know, it seems to have made some really big strides in um, in some jurisdictions in improving its game. You know, New South Wales now has this dedicated regulator and, and it's really sort of improved some aspects of its regulation. Uh, this is about making sure the industry continues to operate, but also ensuring that we have strong measures around animal welfare. But one issue that we've been looking at that's a little bit different is the export of greyhounds, which is something that isn't sort of really looked at in quite as much detail and has drifted by as a bit of an issue compared to some of the other welfare issues that have emerged here within the industry locally. Yeah, okay. These days it seems like there's lots of people actually adopting greyhounds as pets. You see them all the time uh, around the streets. But anyway, let's look at your investigation. And you found that Some of these Australian greyhounds are ending up in China. So why is that? Yeah, so what we've basically gone really deep into is this strange underground world of this greyhound export industry, this really sophisticated supply chain from Australia to to China. And the reason why Australian greyhounds are ending up in China is because fundamentally they're being used to breed and they're being used to breed because our greyhounds are considered to have really good bloodlines. Australia is basically fueling this whole greyhound racing industry in China. Yeah, and it's worth big, big money. It's quite extraordinary what you've found out in terms of the figures here. Oh, it's it's remarkable. I mean, I have to say I, I was blown away by some of the amounts of, of money that are going into this. So in China, there is a, an export-import agent who's in China and they get contacted by a breeder in China saying, look, I want to buy a dog. Can we enter into an arrangement? Can you help me? And they pay quite a bit to the Australian people. So we've seen dogs that have been sold for around $40,000 to people based in China. And that's quite a lot of money in Australia in yes. and of itself to, to, to go for a, for a single dog. Once the agent gets in in China, 
they can sell it on for, for up to $200,000. That, that's what we've seen contracts for in, in China. Yes. So one Australian dog was then sold by one of these export agents to a breeder in China for $200,000. Oh so it's, it's staggering amounts of money. Huge. And you've spoken to one of these agents, haven't you? Yeah. So we spoke with the agent Wang Yunjiang, um, and he's an agent based in China's Shandong province. And he really kind of blew the whole thing wide open for us and revealed exactly how these um, these agents in China are operating and how they're bringing dogs over. And he told us that basically these dogs are being used to fuel this underground racing industry. And, and it's underground because it's also fueled by illegal gambling. Yeah, all right. But Paul, how do you know for sure that these dogs are actually from Australia? There's an activist group, Free the Hounds, that has actually done quite some interesting digging around this. And they were actually able to get a hold of some microchip records under FOI that show the export of some dogs to China directly. So so that's helped to sort of piece it together. And What's interesting then is in China, there's actually a website where Australian dogs are available for breeding services. So you can go to this website in China and you'll see more than 700 Australian dogs that have been sent there over over many years. You can track through, you know, the export records and all the way to this website, these Australian dogs. Mm, Gosh, okay. We talked about welfare, of course, of these animals and concern about that. Is there any sort of regulation on greyhound racing pool in China that you know about? And what sort of conditions are these dogs actually living in? Did you find out? These racetracks are really off the book. They're these kind of barren dirt tracks mm. that, that wouldn't be up to scratch. It would be considered unsafe sort of racing conditions. But, you know, some of the dogs that we were able to track back are kept in quite squalid conditions. They're held in, in you know, in cages that wouldn't be considered acceptable uh, sizes in Australia. And quite sadly, you know, there is some very confronting footage that some mm. races in, in China uh, post of, of dogs in really serious distress, of dogs being mistreated mm. as well. So it is a really live issue. And that's exactly why, you know, even the industry accepts that they don't approve of, of dogs being sent to, to China for that very reason, because they don't consider that the animal welfare standards are sufficient. Yeah. So I guess, Paul, the question is, how on earth is it that this is happening? How can the Australian government allow this to happen? Why isn't there better regulation in place so this doesn't happen? What is going on? Yeah, it's kind of fallen in this weird little patch between the state greyhound industry bodies and the federal government. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, some of these dogs have have slipped through. So what happens is that the the greyhound bodies have this, what they call a, a passport regime, mm-hmm. where to export a dog, you have to get a passport to send it overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what we've kind of learned is that there's a couple of loopholes that some people are using to get around that. So one thing is they're actually retiring greyhounds as pets and just putting them outside the scope of this greyhound regulatory regime. Mm-hmm. So that's one way they're getting around it. And the other way is that we've identified a few dogs that are actually sent to a third country first. Right. So we found one dog that was sent to South Africa and then later on to China, another that went to the UK and then on to China. And the reason why they do that is is because you can get one of these greyhound Australasia passports, you know, with no issue to jurisdictions like like Ireland or the UK or, or US. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks for the for the purposes of the regulator, it can look like, oh, that's totally, you know, that's that's yeah. totally fine. It's all legit. But then 
they have no real knowledge or even ability to control what happens afterwards. And some of these dogs are then going on to, to China. Yeah, okay. Well, given that concern, Paul, what can actually be done to try and stop these greyhounds being sent off to China? Yeah, so as you can probably imagine, there's a bit of a difference of opinion about the best way to, to stop this. Yes. The Green Senator Marine Faruqi has introduced a, a bill in the federal parliament that would effectively ban all commercial exports and imports of greyhounds. And the only way that they could be sent would be if the minister specifically approved for a greyhound to be exported. That is a bare minimum that needs to be done for a system to be robust enough so that people are not falsely taking greyhounds for companion animal purposes and then moving them on for breeding purposes. And that had really put the federal government squarely in the focus mm. as the entity that is overseeing it. And Maureen Faruqi's view is that self-regulation has basically failed and, and that's why this needs to happen. Once greyhounds are exported, there is absolutely no way to ensure their welfare or where they end up. And the problem is, that the government is turning a blind eye to all of this. Now, the greyhound industry bodies have taken a different view. They, they don't support this bill. Mm -hmm. But what they are eager to do is, is have a better relationship with the Federal Agriculture Department. And what they want is a kind of a heads up when someone puts in an application to export a greyhound. So that they can get a notification to check it with their records and say, okay, well, has this person put in a passport application? Are we confident that the, the bona fides of this uh, are legitimate? And they think that'll help them to at least, you know, stem some of these or stop some, if not all of these greyhounds from, from going over. Mm. So they're, they're quite different positions really. And of course that second option would effectively keep that that self-regulation really, really there. And it's not really clear at this stage, you know, which direction or if any of the government would consider mm. um, going in on, on in terms of resolving this. Yeah. And I guess the question is as well, what about the dogs that are already there? You know, if there's evidence that they're being mistreated, that their welfare is at stake, surely we can't just leave them there. Well, I mean, that's one of the really interesting things. I mean, I think from the perspective of government and industry bodies, you know, the sad reality is their jurisdiction is kind of limited. Mm. They can't go in and bring these dogs back. It would be quite difficult logistically to to do that. But there are some of these animal welfare groups that have actually kind of taken up that cause themselves. So Free the Hounds is one particular group that's actually bought back one of these dogs that went to China, Katobi. And mm. this, this dog has had this amazing sort of journey where it's gone from Sydney to South Africa to China and now it's in the UK and they're hoping to potentially bring it back to Australia as well. So who knows, we might see more more dogs like that being brought back. Yeah. All right. And Paul, what does all of this mean for Australia's track record then on greyhound welfare? Look, I think, I mean, it's certainly clear that the industry has taken some good steps in lifting its game and, and improving regulation. And certainly some of these exports to China have been stopped. Some people have been prosecuted. But the reality is it's it's still happening. And I think certainly for as long as these exports are continuing to happen, it'll still be an issue of concern for animal rights groups and for political forces that are critical of the way that the greyhound industry treats and cares for these animals. Paul Farrell is an investigative journalist at the ABC. 
Senate inquiry is considering whether there should be a federal ban on all commercial greyhound exports. This episode was produced by Bridget Fitzgerald, Laura Corrigan and Anna John, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is David Cody. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.